0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus spoke to the crowds about the kingdom of God, and he healed those who needed to be cured. As the day was drawing to a close, the twelve approached him and said, Dismiss the crowd so that they can go to the surrounding villages and farms. And find lodging and provisions, for we are in a deserted place here. He said to them, give them some food yourselves. They replied, five loaves and two fish are all we have, unless we ourselves have to go and buy food for all these people. Now the men there numbered about five thousand. Then he said to his disciples, have them sit down in groups of about fifty. They did so and made them all sit down. Then taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he said the blessing over them, broke them, and gave them to the disciples to set before the crowd. They all ate and were satisfied. And when the leftover fragments were picked up, they filled twelve wicker baskets. The Gospel of the Lord. We uh, have a lot going on tonight, we celebrate obviously the uh, holy body and uh, blood of Christ. Uh, It's also the kickoff of a three year um, eucharistic revival in the country and really specifically in our archdiocese there's quite a bit of events going on and of course it's Father's Day. in our, fir- uh, in our gospel reading, um, I think one of the things that uh, we can look at is we can ask ourselves, why did Jesus feed all these people as opposed to letting them go and find other provisions? Why did he do that? And I think at its simplest, because it's Father's Day, it's because fathers provide. That's that's what God wanted to show. That's the natural inclination, and we we see that in normally in our families that fathers provide. That's part of their part of the marital relationship. Um, for any of those that were here last year, when I got to do a homily here at Father's Day, I. Um, went to Hallmark Cards and got a card to try and help uh, get the uh, story. But this year that didn't work. I couldn't find a a good card at Hallmark. So um, I'm going to start off with a joke, which can always be a little risky. Uh, But this came from a reliable source here in the parish, so uh, I'm not alone. Uh, There's a title to this joke. It's called... A Biker's Conversation with God. And it goes like this. So a biker is riding his uh, motorcycle on a beach in California. And he's uh, he's been a very devout and faithful man. And so God comes to him and he says, You've been a really good steward. You've really been faithful. And I want to give you something that you desire. What, what would that be? And the uh, biker said, well, I'd like a bridge between this beach and Hawaii so that I can ride there any time I want. And God looked at him and said, you realize how difficult that is, the concrete and metal structure and the engineering, everything that would have to go on? I can do it, obviously, but it's so materialistic to rethink what you're wanting and make come up with something better for mankind so the biker thought about it long time and hard and he said "Um, okay God I wish that I and all men could understand women I want to know how she feels inside what she's thinking when she gives me the silent treatment, why she cries, what she means when she says nothing's wrong, why she complains when I try to help, and how I can make a woman, and really all men, how can we make women happy? God thought for a moment, he said, do you want two or four lanes? (laughs) What I really love about this humor is that we we laugh from our different perspectives, male and female, but the reality is it says so much about how God made man and woman, and really the sacrament of marriage. Man can't know what this biker wanted. We're not equipped to unless we become one with a woman. And the same for a woman. She can't under the depth and complexity of a man unless they go through that process of becoming one. When they're one, their love is so deep. That's the miracle of what God created. And sure, he could have helped man understand that, but he knew it was better if the lifelong pursuit of the man and woman was to become one. It's a hard process. Now, in our second reading, where Paul to the Corinthians is talking about breaking the uh, body and blood, two small little sections later in that same letter is where Paul talks about love. Love being patient and kind. The very first part, and I think it's really applicable back to my humor, is that Paul says, if I know all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to move mountains, but do not have love, I have nothing. It is a lifelong pursuit to get to the point where we understand the love that is so prevalent in our partner. And this is what God is trying to teach us in the Eucharist, his love. In our gospel reading, Jesus looked to heaven, right? He looked to heaven, to the Father, for the bread to be multiplied. Uh, If you've ever heard um, Father Cantillamasseia, the preacher to the popes. Uh, He's been doing it for 42 years. He's been the preacher to John Paul II, to uh, Pope Benedict, and now Pope Francis. He's the preacher to the popes. He's been doing it for 42 years. He had a wonderful quote uh, that I want to bring out to you. It says, Children do not want to be loved by their mother and father, They want to be scooped up into the raging love their parents have for each other. That's what children want. It's not to be loved by mother or father. It's to be loved through that love that they have for each other. To be embraced in that. And again, that points us to the Eucharist. The love that Jesus and the Father have us getting scooped up into that love is what the Eucharist is all about. It's the love that Jesus and the Father have. Everything we're reminded about the suffering and the memorial of his death and the Eucharist to give us the nutrients to to learn to love, to continue to love. That's the raging love of Jesus and the Father, and we want to be scooped up in that. That's what we want, and that's that's why we're here.